world welcome back for another episode of 2988 it's your girl juicy diva and i'm here again with my best friend miss tasha ray say hey tasha hey everybody how you doing today girl i'm feeling great it's a beautiful day outside we've been getting a lot of rain lately um so it's glad to see like the sun coming out it's not too hot outside so i'm glad about the weather I haven't been outside. I'm tired. <laughs> tell I'm them, so tell tired. them why you're tired. Um, so we have just ended the celebration for my 29th birthday. Golden birthday. Yes, my golden birthday. I turned 29 on the 29th. And I'm so, like, happy. We had so much fun this weekend. Yes, we did. And honestly, I started, like... Um, celebrating earlier this week. So on Monday, I had a spa day. And then we saw, we met up and saw Girls Trip. Yes. Which was an amazing movie. So bomb. Um, it's like, it's so, it was so relatable. And I also realized that I don't think I'm ready for any of my friends to get married because I would be that crazy friend that's like, oh, he did what? <laughs> well, who? Pull up then. Like, yes, that's like, you. Like, that's me. So, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that, you know. So, we'll see. But, like, I can't wait until we get older and we, like, are just taking a break from lives. Like, when we are married with kids and things like that. We just take a trip with all the girls and just reconnect. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I, I look forward to that. So, that's one of the things that I'm, you know, looking forward to for my 30s. And you know what? I think it's good seeing, like, a group of educated black women. Yeah. Like, you know, out going. Like, it's a lot of love and hip-hop and all these different things on TV. I mean, but that's your show, love and hip-hop. I mean, yeah. But still, it's good to see some black <laughs> educated women who, you know, got it going on. So, I really love that movie. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I don't... Oh, then we had the dinner on Thursday. We, yes. um Well, I had a cocktail hour and then dinner. Um, we went to Fogo de Chow. Um, it was my first time there. And let me tell you, it's going to be my last. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> that thing was so overwhelming. It was. I was just like, oh my God, you, you have to stop. There was like a point where my cart was on red. Okay, so for those of you that don't know how this situation works. You go to this restaurant, you sit down, their size that they bring to the table, like mashed potatoes, uh, plantains, yeah, things like that. But then the main, so, and then there's like a market table, which is basically like a salad bar where they have like cold salads, fruits, uh, pasta salads. And then the main attraction is the people coming to your table with all different types of meat. Every different kind. Chicken, ribs, pork, beef. Steaks. Everything. Top loin. Bacon wraps. Oh my God. It's so overwhelming. So how it works is you have a card. Everybody has their separate card. And when it's on green, that means that you want people to come bring you food. You know, when they bring the meats over, you want them to ask you, do you want this? And so, it got to the point of the night where I was like, I don't want nothing the fuck else. Like, <laughs> nothing else. No. So, I turned my shit on red because at first I was getting frustrated, but then I realized that my car was still on green. So, I turned it on red and I'm like, okay, like, I'm just going to be coasting for the rest of the night. And then, this motherfucker comes up and brings some more stuff. And I was like, uh-uh, baby. My car is on red. That means no. And so, he just went to the next person. But... I mean, the food was good. It was just too overwhelming. Well, when I tell you, like, the next day, like, around, like, 2 in the morning, my stomach was... Oh, girl, yeah. Ugh, it was going through it, like, I don't know if I should have ate all that. Yeah, all that meat. I couldn't even sleep because my stomach was just uh, grinding. Yeah. And, <laughs> it, it, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> Ooh, so, yeah. Uh, de Chow. Um, and then... We went, well, a few of us went to a bar, had some drinks. Um, we left there. So then Friday, we went to um, this club, L8. Well, actually, the name of the club is Late Lounge, Late. but it's spelled L8, and I like to call it L8. Um, so we went there. It was really cute. Like, 
Yeah, nice little hookah. Yeah. Type. It was and a good atmosphere. Place. I really enjoyed that club. Um, so Friday nights is the night to be there. Shout out to the social group. Um, they have that party there on Friday nights. And it feels really like for our age group an appropriate party because it wasn't yes. super hot and sticky. It wasn't too crowded. It wasn't too crowded. I mean, people weren't just standing around, so it was also still a very good time. Like people were dancing, the music was appropriate, the vibe was appropriate. It felt very it felt like a very good place to bring in my 29th birthday. Right. So we were there um and that night, child we had a lot of drinks. <laughs> a lot. So, yeah, uh, we ended up at a pizza place, which some of us don't remember. I remember. But, you know. When others, did we go get pizza? See, others do not remember. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, well, I know I was hurt all Saturday. Well, yeah, because, I mean, obviously, because you ain't eating no pizza. Because you didn't wake up to get the pizza from the pizza place. See, that's the thing. <laughs> You have to eat. When you have nights like that, you have to, like, end the night with something greasy on your stomach to kind of help you through the next morning. What about if you're already dead? Because clearly I was gone. I mean... I was done. We gave you water. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I guess your Saturday could have been worse. But Yeah, so that was fun. And then Saturday, I just... I was also felt dead, but by the end of the evening, we had tacos and tequila, and that was really fun. Um, it just felt really good to be surrounded by love all weekend. Mm -hmm. And like I told the people that were there, like, I really appreciate all of you all in my life. Um, so shout out to my family, as I like to call them. Uh, we had a very good time. I wouldn't want to do it over with anybody else. So thank you guys. Shout out, shout outs to you. Um, and can I just say something, Safia? Sure. I just feel like from, you know, last year to this year, you have really been living your best life. You think so? You have really been living your best life. Oh. Like, you have, you know, grown so much. You're just embracing you yeah. and doing, you know, what you want to do. And I feel like, you know, as we transition into each year in life, you know, we want to do more than that. Like, yeah. this, is, this is your time to be selfish. And focus on what Safia wants. So I, I'm proud of you. Well, thank I'm proud you. Of you. Thank you. And thank you for supporting me when I really didn't know what was next. I mean, I f- really still feel that I don't know what's next for me in my life. But it's just been good having people there um, that love you for who you are, um, even when you're not at your best or even when you're being selfish. So I just want to definitely thank you for being there. Oh. Okay, so that's the birthday weekend. That's why I'm tired. Um, and whatever, but we're just gonna we're gonna get into this show. Um, so, did you hear about Beyonce's documentary? Oh, tell me more about that. Beyonce, I'm here for that. Beehive. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Beyonce is supposedly coming out with the documentary. And it's going to talk about um, Lemonade, like the release of Lemonade, her pregnant, her second pregnancy, mm. um, some of the backlash she received from like the formation performance, um, her relationship. So just a little bit. Oh, of, this going to be good. Yeah. A little bit of everything that, you know, as a Beyonce stan, we would all appreciate. So I'm here for it. I can't wait. I hope it's more than just a rumor. I hope it's like an actual release that's going to happen. I mean, what of all of those things, what would you want to know about the most? I'm really here for this uh, Jay-Z Infidelity Lemonade. Like, I want to <laughs> know how that all played out because mm-hmm. that was big. That was really big. You know, everybody thought, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce had this perfect relationship. Everything's good with them. Their relationship goals and everything like that. And to see how, you know, the elevator incident happened with Solange Mm -hmm. and how we led up to this Lemonade album. Like, I'm here for that. Well, I'm here for the, the elevator incident all together because that gave us three very good albums sure and, did. um you know that so they they're saying that the place where the elevator incident happened the address of the place is 444 
So that might be like something to do with why he named his album 444. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's some next level type stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's what they saying. That's what they're saying. So, you know, yeah. So the documentary, I'm definitely here for the Lemonade uh, portion of it. I mean, I think Lemonade came out at a time where I was in a relationship and it was towards the end of the relationship. Like I could see the relationship just fighting for mm. life. And there were parts of, cause remember we had that lemonade watch party Yeah. when we were watching it, there were parts of it that, and it like, it was going, it was happening and it was bad parts of it. Like, uh, just you know, some of the things that she was saying about men in general and the only person I could think of was my boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not supposed to happen. So I think that Lemonade came out at a very perfect time for me. It where, really was. Yeah, I was able to really listen to the music and just, you know, heal and grow. And, oh, the part the part of the song that I actually thought about him at was like, where she's like, he always got them fucking excuses. Mm, and yes, I was just I'm like, sorry. yes. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I thinking about my boyfriend right now? That's not okay. So, I mean, we see where that ended and where that went. So, yeah, I'm here for it. I, I'm def- I'm always here for some Beyonce work, some new Beyonce work. Yes, so. definitely need to have a watch party to watch yeah. this because this is going to be so good. Right, and I want her to um, come out with a DVD of the Formation Tour because remember when I, when we went, that was the actual day that I had broke up. Remember? Yeah. It all like, Lemonade is just all coming full circle right now. So, yeah, that was the day that we broke up. And remember, I was crying through the entire that concert. That was an emotional concert. It was yes. <laughs> so, like, I don't really remember. Like, I remember it. But there were, like, also parts where I was just, like, so distraught that I couldn't even. Yeah. So, I want to see it again, like, where I in my headspace now. Where I am in my headspace and in my heart space. I want to see it now so I can appreciate it for something other than being hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, um, Insecure, I know you're an Insecure fan. Yes, shout out to Issa. Yeah, (laughs) so we started, um, season two last week, um, and, or was that episode two? That was episode two, because we're on three now, right? Wow. All these weeks are just falling together. Well, anyway, we are, no, that was was episode one. one. That was one. Yeah. Yeah. So, episode one um, came, and <sighs> Lawrence is still fucking Tasha. She uh, falling in love with him. She is. She gonna get her heart broken. She is falling in love with um, him. Because, like, even when he was trying to leave, remember, she's like, oh, yeah, when I'm gonna see you again, and blah, 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 blah. And, like, when she was, like, asking him about, like, how the move was going and things like that. Like, I feel like she's, like, emotionally invested in she's this. She's very emotionally And I'm invested. not sure that Lawrence is. I'm not even sure Lawrence is in the place where he can be emotionally invested into anything. But I just hope that he doesn't hurt her. Um, because, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. So, I hope that that's not the case. Um, he just needs to be very open and honest with her about where he is in his headspace um and really he should be focused on himself he just got this new job um he need to figure out where he gonna live so he get off that blow up (laughs) bed because now that part was funny (laughs) when he blown up the bed right (laughs) because his friend is like nigga i know you see me here watching this tv (laughs) like um so yeah so mm, i don't know Issa. she'll get it together you know she's just going through the stages of a breakup but right when okay, let's she talk about this. Real... Yeah. Okay. So okay, she what she you know threw this little fake ass party hoping that he would come get <laughs> right. his mail that day, and he didn't come, and so she was a little sad about that, and the whole party turned into a whole mess. Um, that was a crazy yeah. Ass party. So all them randoms in there. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just a lot. Um, but then, you know, she's just in the house the next, it might've been the next day or next yeah, couple days. Next, yeah. yeah. And he knocks on the door. 
Now, let me tell you, if you tell me you going to come Friday night and you show your ass up Saturday morning and baby girl's not ready to entertain or receive or whatever, I'm not opening the door for you. Because you, you, what you, what you popping up for? Right. But I feel like Issa is still in a very vulnerable state and it's just like. She's still not, like, over... Like, she wants Lawrence. And you can tell she wants him. Yeah, but... Okay, you're right. Okay, so let so, me you get know, out Lisa of my... So, you know, is not where you are. Right. right <laughs> so, let me get out of that headspace. So, I can definitely see, okay, he's there. You want to see him. You open the door. I don't think that I could have opened the door because, like... Anyway, you open the door. Right. And you get him whatever the fuck the mail that he needed to get. But... Then he needs to leave. Like, <laughs> he has to go. Because, oh, you left something in the bathroom? I've been using this bathroom for a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, however long you've been gone. So, if it was something really it wasn't important, important right. in there, then I would have seen it, one. And two, what? What did you leave? Let me go grab it for you. <laughs> You're not coming in here, baby. You are not stepping foot in this house like that's that's not happening and even when I was watching it um when he said that and she let him in the house the I said out loud I was like Issa do not fuck this man do not fuck this man and then what happened Whoo! they got it in they got it in they got it in well not really and it was a quickie and then like how he left her ass like that I mean I knew he was gonna do that what like I mean that that hurts but what would you expect I mean, you're right. I wasn't going to expect anything more, but just, I felt bad for Issa in that moment. I Mm-mm. felt bad for her. She shouldn't have let his ass in. She shouldn't have let his ass in. Because she, like, you know that you, you're you not going to be able to, to control that, that, you're not going to be able to control that in that moment. And then, like, and it was, it was, like, was it worth it, girl? Like, it was like a little quickie. It wasn't worth it. It was a little quickie. He didn't use a condom. And he nutted in her. So now... Who on that show used a condom? What what sex scene you saw where somebody used a condom on that show? But I was just more like (laughs) looking at that because now I'm like... What is he pregnant? He's like, that's still my pussy, basically. No. That's why I came over there. Like, oh, hell no. No. I mean, you're right. They're not using condoms in sex scenes on TV. I mean, I guess that that would just kind of ruin the moment. The sex moment. Um, But I do hope people are out here having safe sex. Yes, I mean, more shows should promote it, but they're definitely not, not now. Yeah, I mean, but, whatever, what, what, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, yes, we have safe sex, because obviously, a lot of people aren't, that's why all of these, you know, statistics about STDs and STIs are just all crazy out the roof, um, but, you know. Let it burn. No, do not let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do not let it burn. Have safe sex. And if you are strapping up, then at least do it with somebody that you really trust because people be out here. People be out here in these streets. Yes. So, yeah. Um, who's your favorite character on Insecure? Uh, I like Molly. Yeah. I like Molly. I thought, you know, she's she's very interesting. She's, like, you know, coming up in her career. And you saw that how the guy at her job got the bonus check. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh. But that's it happens. happens. It happens. So, I mean, but it's up to her to speak up about it. So, I'm hoping she, you know, get what's hers. I mean, but how do you appropriately speak, speak up, up about, about something you weren't supposed to see? Well, I guess she should ask about... Didn't she ask somebody about the what the checks come out yet? Or... I don't know, did she? I don't remember. I, I mean, I don't think that there's an appropriate, like, it's, it's almost kind of like going through your man's cell phone and seeing right. some shit that you wasn't supposed to see. Like, how do you how appropriately do you address, address something you are not supposed to have knowledge about? Mm. I'm not good at that at all. Because I will bust myself out. Yeah, I was, yeah. I did it. I looked through your phone, and this now give me answers. Right, (laughs) right. Like, okay, I I can realize where I'm wrong in this situation. Now let's talk about where you're wrong. Right. 
Um, so I don't know, yeah, what she's going to do about that. But, I mean, it definitely happens. Or not even if it's on a, a pay scale level. Sometimes it may just even be those promotions. Like, mm. you work and you work and you work hard and you show up more and do better work than your mm-hmm. counterpart. But they might be a white man and they're the ones getting the promotions when they're really doing average work. So, right. So... Especially as black women, we have to work three times, four times, five times as hard because right. it's just not a fair world world out there. No, it's not. And so I don't know how she's going to address this, but like you said, it definitely needed needs to be addressed. Um, and I would say that Molly is kind of my favorite character too because I I love the fact that she she doesn't really have the love life thing figured out. Right, but. She's a loyal friend. She's loyal as fuck. Very. Um, and you're not about to come for her girl, even if she's upset at her girl. And she is excelling in her career. She takes all all the energy that, you know, people might be putting into relationships, she's putting into her career because she's not good at the relationship thing. And she kind of reminds me of myself. Like, I'm I don't think that I'm a good dater. I mean, I I got some stories for y'all, but <laughs> I mean, I don't think that I'm I'm that great at dating, but you know, my relation the relationship I was in before my last relationship, it also broke me, but I put all of that energy into my career and right. then I was able to get those promotions or advance to those co- companies that I always wanted to work for and get those pay increases. So, I can respect the woman that doesn't have it all figured out love-wise, but um, is excelling in her career and is loyal to her friends because I think that that's like re- very important to have very close people, people yeah. that you're very close to that, you know, can be the ear sometimes or, you know, be the action sometimes. It all just depends on what you need them to be in that situation. And I feel like that's like me and that's like Molly. And that's why I really like Molly. Yeah, Molly's great. I love Molly. Okay, cool. So this last topic we have here, um, we're not even sure if it's a real thing yet. Uh, But we watched the video. Yes, so a video has surfaced of Bobby Valentino. And apparently he was with a transgender woman. Um, He found her on Backpage. So Backpage is a site where um, you can pick up escorts, I believe. So he found her on Backpage, and apparently he didn't pay her. So she exposed him. Like, everybody's doing in this social media day now. So, okay. Exposing Few questions. Backpage. So Backpage you go to if you just want to have, like, an escort for the night. Is it just for transgender? Or is it just, you know, a full community of everybody? Um, it may be a full community of everybody, but um, I follow like a lot of gay YouTubers as mm-hmm. well, and they talk about Backpage. So I'm not sure how many heterosexual people are on there. Okay. So, so apparently they've met there, right? And they're doing whatever. So the video that we watched, I mean, I'm not really sure if it's him. You can't really. Yeah, tell if it's more him to come or not. on that. More to come. Yeah. I think we got to give it a few days as the story picks up and becomes more, you know known to everybody we'll find out more and i think this transgender might keep talking so yeah so what do you think like i just feel like people should pay for their services like how get in where you fit in but pay for your services but then at the same time like how are we not sure that this is just a situation like you said in the social media days where this is a whole like act like somebody that is a lookalike to Bobby V is like yeah in cahoots with her to to make this video and try to expose somebody just for the fame because you know people can get famous off of um, social media these days so they really can and it's, it's really sad that's like that because it's like hard for you to even be discreet about anything like right. everything's gonna come out so I think celebrities should pay more attention to who they sleep with or whatever the case may be. They need to get a good lawyer because (laughs) these things, you have to fight them. And sometimes you got to fight them with money. And it's a shame how we've been seeing like the downfall of the black man lately. You have R. Kelly, you have Usher, now Bobby V. Uh, The story about Kevin Hart cheating on his wife. Like it's all these different stories coming out about black men. I mean, well, it is what it is. 
Some will be, some stories will be true, some won't. Uh, but I mean, it's some dudes out here are trash and some aren't. So we got to take all the stories with a grain of salt. Um, but I mean, if you out here trying to get escort services, just pay for your services. These girls got, you know, work to do and bills to pay. Shit. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all of our hot topics. Um, so we'll hop into our segment for this week. Um, and as I was celebrating my 29th birthday. So let me be just totally transparent. The days leading up to my 29th birthday, I was just very, very nervous. Like, I wasn't excited about this birthday like I've been about other birthdays. Uh, And I don't know if it's because, like, I'm just, I don't know what's happening for me next. And I'm just at a point in my life where it's just like, I am now, I am no longer in control of this wheel. I just have to just let the universe do what it's doing in my life right now. Um, or, you know, or at 29, I think when we were younger, we always thought like 29, oh my God, I'm about to be 30. Like, I'm going to have it all together. I'm going to have that house. I'm going to have that husband. I'm going to have that car. I'm going to have all of that. Mm-hmm. But you get to 29 and you like, no, I'm not ready for that house, that husband, or that car. Or those kids. Or those, definitely <laughs> not those goddamn kids. So... I just, it was just, it's very nerve wracking. So what I thought would be good for us to do is sit down and just write letters to our 19, 20 year old self, just kind of talking about our 20s and what we should expect from our 20s or not expect from our 20s. And so we have our letters. Um, Tasha, you can start with yours and then we'll talk about it and then I'll read mine. Okay, so um, how I took my approach to my letter is I kind of thought about my younger self. So not just like me being 19, 20, but like kind of like everything that led up to today. So through it, I just kind of share some different insights and different perspectives. So I'll get into it. So a letter to my younger self. Okay. Dear little Ray, would you believe that the little shy girl from Jersey would grow up to be a fearless woman who created a platform that encourages women to speak up? It took many ups and downs, lows and highs, and life-changing experiences to get here. But right now, at 28 years old, you are right where you need to be. Although at your current age, you would probably never pitch your life this way. Trust me, your life right now is everything. I'm writing this letter to give you a few life lessons and some advice that will help you make the best out of growing up. You are a star in the making and you know it. Yes, that little girl that loves being the center of attention will one day have a following and an army of women who look up to you for inspiration. Keep up that energy and never dim your life. You're brilliant. Daddy loves you. Don't be ashamed that your dad is away in prison. Little do you know, many kids your age are living the same reality. Mommy is taking great care of you, and you see your dad more than most kids see theirs. When he comes home, he's going to give you the world. Even at 28, you will still be daddy's little girl. Cherish your mother. You actually have a really cool mom. She is far from being out of touch with things, and she keeps you looking good. Unfortunately, you won't get her supermodel height, but you'll gain her ride-or-die mentality when it comes to the people you love. As you get older, you will notice that you all have more things in common than you know. Be humble. You have a very blessed life. A lot of kids don't have what you have, like great parents, a solid group of friends, a roof over your head, and access to incredible, amazing opportunities that you are provided with. Never take it for granted because the universe can take away everything you have if you are not grateful. Never settle. Many times you may think you are in love, but you won't really know what it fully entails until you get a bit older. Yes, there will be people who you think you will marry. Yes, you will get your heart broken. But true love does exist. Your daddy has set the blueprint on how a man should treat you, and one day that special person will find you. Save your money. Your parents tell you this all the time, but it goes in one ear and out the other. You like to spend money faster than you can make it. You may be a little bit naive to believe that there is no such thing as a rainy day. Life will show you that it pours. Don't worry, you'll learn your lesson and get through. Make the most out of college. Yes, like you and your fourth grade bestie plan, you will attend Howard University. It will be some of the best years of your life. 
You will fall in love with DC, have crazy fun, experience black excellence, and meet your future bridesmaids. You will graduate and join a club of powerful alumni who are here, who are proud to say, H U, you know. Step outside of your comfort zone. Some of the greatest moments of your life will happen when you get a bit uncomfortable. I know it's scary, but you are a strong girl and are capable of more than you know. Don't put off things you want now because of fear. Anything is possible for you. And last but not least, live with no regrets. You are going to make bad decisions, terrible decisions. However, don't beat yourself up about it. Everyone will make mistakes because life doesn't come with instructions. It's all a part of your story and it will give you some great content as you work to empower and motivate the masses with your voice. I love you, Queen. Sincerely, Natasha Ray. Oh, that's really good, Tasha. Thank you. Thank you. It was it was a crazy process writing this because I don't know, you kind of looking back over the past few years and everything you've been through mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, putting it down on paper and it's I don't know it just makes you reflect yeah I mean I think that there was a there were a lot of gems that you dropped there um I'm trying to think like what was my my favorite it's just like so many um I like I really like what you said about college like really enjoy college it's gonna be the best years of your life because I think while we're in it we don't really realize that and we kind of just are going through the classes and going through and just like oh my god I can't wait for this to be done but it's like no like experience it like if I could give myself advice about college again it would definitely be like slow down experience it it's going to be the best time of your life. Right. And we were such in a rush to graduate. We yes. wanted to get out there. Yes, we did. We were <laughs> like, like. I'm ready to graduate. Yeah. So. Uh, I'd rather be in college. <laughs> right. I would definitely rather be still in college. But <laughs> there's that. Uh, what else? Never settle. Uh, I, I did like that one and how you like um, kind of related it to like love yes. and how we think that we're going to be in love and, you know, we really what we're doing, we're settling in these situations that may not necessarily be for us because we're not finished with our own personal self-growth. So how do we even know what we want? I mean, there are some people that can do it and they grow along with the person that they're supposed to um, be with uh, for the rest of their lives. And I mean, that's another kind of topic that I would like us to dive deeper into later like is there a life partner or do you just have seasons that you're supposed to have with people um and then you get that lesson you get those experiences and then you move on to the next season with whoever else or by yourself or whatever um but we can talk about that another time um I mean when you're sitting there when you're 21 I mean you're 21 you feel like you have everything figured out when I when I was 25 I felt the same way I have everything figured out like at 28 right now about to be 29 like I still don't have nothing figured out yeah no I I'm willing to admit that I don't have it figured out not Um, from long shot like yeah at all (laughs) and that you know life just kind of has to happen so, yeah, never settle. So, yeah, those are some good ones. Thanks. Okay, let me read yes. mine. I actually, you know, put uh, some a pen to some paper here and really got into it. So, here we go. Dear Safia, I'll start by saying life is not linear. There will be peaks and valleys that will make up your entire life. Embrace both. And while you love to be in control, you have to remember God is the narrator of this story. Your relationship with him will change and you may even question his existence during some of your valleys. But remember, you will never be left in a situation you cannot get out of or grow from. God has your back. People are praying for you even when you stop praying for yourself. Your 20s are about to take you on a journey through love, relationships, career growth, friendship, and failure. Through it all, please remain true to yourself. Love hard, be unapologetic in your realness, your hashtag black girl magic, that's gonna be a thing. People will leave, it's okay. You don't miss them, you miss the memories you made with them. Let's be clear, you will not be married with children by 29. So stop it with these fuck boys. 
Your career plans will not be very clear and you will feel like everything may be spiraling out of control because it very well may be, but it's okay. Your years at Howard University will be some of the best years of your 20s. Break out your shell and get to know more people. A lot of them will become family. Your dad will become sick, very sick. You're going to hate the hospital and hate seeing him so helpless, but you will get through with the support of your mother and your friends. Love will bite you in the ass multiple times. You have not finished experiencing heartbreak. Listen, sis, it's not that these niggas ain't shit. They are just not ready to be shit. You can't teach them to love or respect you, but you have to love and respect yourself enough to walk away and take your lesson. Work out. I'll say it again. Work out and change your eating habits so we don't have to deal with the pre-diabetes scare. Dragonberry is trash alcohol. You'll still drink it, but buy some Pedialyte to help you through your hangover. As you get older, you will fall in love with self-care. I want you to love it now. Do what makes you happy. Get that mani-pedi every two weeks. Have sex. Safe and protected, of course. Masturbate. Take that trip. Buy those shoes. You absolutely deserve it. Black mental health matters. Black mental health matters. Talk to a therapist. Save your coins, baby girl. Start small and every year challenge yourself a little more. Invest and meet with a financial planner that can help you. All in all, Safia, please love hard, but cautiously. Reclaim your time whenever you need to. You will be loyal to a fault sometimes, but those that love you will love that about you and never take advantage of it. Live a life full of love. Learn the lessons from your mistakes. Realize life comes in seasons, just like the weather. You will enjoy some seasons and you will hate some, but you will get through stronger than you entered. I love you and I can't wait to adjust your crown as you enter your 30s. Love, Safia. Oh, that was so sweet. Yes, so that's my letter to myself. I think that, you know, we we have to love. We're, like, I think our 20s are meant for experiences. Like, yeah. And having those experiences that are going to really shape the person that you become. Because, I mean, through experiences, you do kind of change you know, how you approach things or how you do things. You may not change at the core of, like, who you are, and you always want to stay true to yourself, but those experiences definitely kind of change the way you react to certain situations. Yeah, I like how you said life is um, not linear. It has peaks and valleys. Yeah. And that's so true because, you know, one one week you can be up at the top, everything's going great, and next week your life's in shambles. Yeah. And that's like your 20s for you. Yeah. And I think Scissor really captures it in the song, The 20-somethings on the album. Yes, mm-hmm. we are talking about control again. <laughs> but that song, when I like really listened to it, it was just... I'm just like, yes, because she's like, there's a line in there where she's like, you're ho- hoping that your 20 somethings don't kill you. And it's just like, yes, like yeah. there are times <laughs> where you feel like I cannot deal with this anymore. I, can't like, take I this don't no want to do this anymore. And, you know, it gets hard, but you get through. I mean, but there's also times where you're like, oh, my God, I hope that I can live this life for the next 15 years and you know and you're so happy so that's why I think that I would warn my 20 year old self like there are going to be times where you just want to give up but there are also going to be times where you're just so happy like you're ecstatic everything's going great so I think if people walk and I don't even think that's just your 20s. I think that's life in general. Yeah, life. So if we walk through life with that mindset, it's like when we do reach those valleys, we don't let it take us out. Right. Like we know that there's up. It, you, we may go a little bit down, a little bit it's more. It's only up from here. Right, but you're going to go up eventually. Um, you so know what, yeah. what else I like? What? Um, niggas ain't shit and they ain't ready to be shit. What did you no, say? No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that niggas weren't shit. Let me, let me, wait. What was that? What was that? Let me me get the paper so we can, uh. Niggas ain't shit and they ain't ready to be shit. I said, listen, sis, 
It's not that these niggas ain't shit. They are just not ready to be shit. Right. <laughs> See, don't be <laughs> twisting my words. Because I think that that's also very important. Like, as it comes to love and loving people, like, I've, I, I have loved on great men. And I will never say, like, that they weren't, they weren't shit-ass niggas. Because, like, what does that say about me with dealing with the, right. somebody that I think isn't shit? So, I feel like I have really been with great men. They just weren't ready to be great for me. They weren't ready to be with me or what I need, what I needed at the time because so that's why it didn't work out. Or maybe they were for that season. That that was what I needed for that season. But as far as a long term commitment or even in some situations like a commitment at all, they just weren't ready to be that for me. And that's okay because if you walk around with the mindset like these niggas ain't shit. And I mean, I think you tell me this all the time. Like when you walk around with that mindset, that's all you're going to attract. Yeah. So I would tell my 20, 20 year old self like they they are shit. They just don't want to be shit yet. Like let them grow. Let they them marinating. Live. Right. <laughs> they right. marinating. They not ready to be put on the grill yet. Not so. Yet. And let's not forget this point, uh, queen masturbation over here. You always make sure to throw that in. I think that it's important. Like I said last week, like, I mean, just for sex in general, like how can you tell somebody what you like and what your body likes if you don't even know what it is? So I think, and I mean, I started masturbating at a very young age, um, so... I've always been a fan of masturbation just because, again, you get that orgasm without having to deal with all the extra that comes with getting it from a man. Mm -hmm. And let's be real, a lot of these niggas out here ain't really giving you orgasms like you can give yourself. So, you know, figure out your body. Like, there's a difference between a clitoral orgasm and uh, orgasm from penetration and I didn't learn the difference between the two until masturbation until I was able to give myself both types of um orgasms from masturbation so yeah I mean the world kind of makes it taboo to talk about but I think you know we should talk about this more because a lot of women are kind of scared to tell their partner what they like because sometimes they don't even know what they like right so yeah explore that area down there yeah that area your breasts like all touch, of it touch yourself it's okay it's your body you can touch your body and guys too like i mean y'all can masturbate too uh instead of swiping on tinder but <laughs> or you know, back page or back page <laughs> and not paying people yeah yeah uh shade no shade anyway um so yeah any other any other gems that we have for our 20s like maybe that we didn't Write in our letters? Um, I would say just have fun. You know, sometimes we try to be so serious and, you know. Perfect. Trying to, yeah, trying to show everybody we have it going on. And this happens a lot on, uh, like, social media. Especially in the age People of social media. People are sitting here living this life like, you know, everything is perfect. When at the end of the day, they could be actually struggling. Right. So... I would just say, you know, have fun, be real, and go through the motions. Go through the journey. Like, don't mm-hmm. try to rush it. Mm-hmm. But like how we, you know, rush to get through college, and now right. we're like, we wish we were still there. Take the time to embrace every moment. Yeah, I think that that's a good one. Have fun. That definitely summarizes it. Um, for me, it, it's like have fun and love. Like be a reflection of what you want to see in other people. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like just from doing that and being that, the world could be a hundred percent better than it is. Um, and also like, I think one thing that we didn't touch on in our letters that we both are really into and do a lot is like giving back to girls in our communities and not even like in our community as a black community, but then also in, you know, impoverished communities. Um, is that, is that the word? No. Impoverished. Is that what you're trying, what are you trying to say? Like communities with poverty. Yeah. That's a word. Okay. Because I don't need y'all listening to this and be like, ah, 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 ah. she on there making up words. But anyway, um, yeah, so 
you know, we, because we mentor, so I would definitely tell myself to get involved with that. It's important um, to give back. At a younger age, yeah. Because, like, when I was in college, I could have been doing it for high school students. And even though I don't feel like you, I would have had the time and, you know, energy to dedicate to it, like, maybe it's just start, starting off small. Um, so, yeah. So, that is our advice to our younger selves. Um, we are going to take a break really quick and be right back with a listener question. Okay, we're back and we have refilled our glasses we forgot to tell you this week we're just sipping on some champagne we're taking yes, a very champagne. light and easy on this sunday morning because of all of the activities that we had over the weekend oh yeah first of all shouts out to cardi b for being the soundtrack of our <laughs> uh weekend yes cardi you were the soundtrack for juicy Safia played the whole mixtape yeah so we definitely got into that Cardi B. So, shouts out to you. Um, okay, Tasha. I have the listener question here. Yes, my favorite part of the show. <laughs> okay. So, here we are. Dear Juicy, my boyfriend and I have been together for three years. He is my best friend. And I could never imagine life without him. We've started ring shopping, and honestly, I cannot wait to spend the rest of my life with him. I love him so much. I'm writing in because our sex life is pretty much non-existent. We are not sexually compatible. I tried to move past his lack of experience, but it became frustrating, and I told him we should just wait for marriage, but I really hate sex with him. Do you think I can marry him and work on our sex life or should I be honest with him before we get married <sighs> let me sip this tea real quick sex is very important in a relationship um and I know he's he seems to be perfect outside of that but um there's always one thing that always one thing that fucks up the package but is ahead. sex something you want to compromise on who me personally no Okay, because let me let me tell you what my advice is. I don't think that you should have told him. Let me see. When you got frustrated, I don't think you should have told him like you just wanted to wait and have sex until marriage, because like that's just pushing a issue back. And like, why are you gonna push the issue? It. Right, push the issue back into your marriage. At that point, you guys are a unit. You're become one. You've spent. A few thousand dollars on the wedding, probably a ring. Like people done bought you wedding gifts and shit, and came to the wedding. And now you want to tell me that on your wedding night or on your honeymoon, you gonna be cringing in your skin uh, at the thought of having sex with this man? Cause he probably gonna be ready. Like, oh yeah, he gonna be ready to get in. Yeah. So that was the first mistake. I think that you have to be honest with him in in the moment sometimes um, and say, no, I don't really like it that way, I, but I like it when you do this. Because he's thinking he's doing it good. Yeah. Probably. He's like, oh, I, I'm putting it down. Right, because you're not saying anything. You got to speak up, baby. Yeah. Girl. Or maybe even if you don't even want to be that direct with him at first, you can like start moaning when he does certain things and be like, oh, yeah, right there. Like, you know. Encourage reaffirm him. those yeah. situations or if it's something that you don't like just be like no like you know but be sexy with it you still got to be sexy with it um but i mean maybe watch some porn together i mean i think porn can sometimes ha have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. expectations with what sex is going to be um i mean watch amateur porn if you're gonna watch porn um because it's more realistic but Porn really sets expectations on both the men and the women that right. sometimes, like, that doesn't really happen when you have sex. Um, so, I mean, I think you have to be honest with yourself in right. if, if it's a deal breaker for you. I mean, because it, it may not be a deal breaker for everybody. Like, for some of my friends, um, 
getting head isn't a deal breaker or you know or not getting head isn't a deal breaker it's like over here baby if you ain't you know eating the box you probably not getting any <laughs> So, I mean, you got to figure out what your deal breakers are because right. I just feel like as a grown-ass man, you telling me, ew, no, you don't eat the box like you a child. And if you don't even do that, then you're not even ready to experience the experience that is Juicy Diva, okay? Yeah, but so. I mean, I guess some, <laughs> some women just don't care for it. Um, I particularly, I do care for it. Okay. But, <laughs> I was about to be like, would you have No, no, no. Some women don't. I don't really understand why not, but I, I really feel like they just have bad experiences. Exactly. If they get like a really good experience. Exactly. You exactly. Know. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, if it, if it's not a deal breaker for you, then maybe you move forward, but it seems like it is a deal breaker. And marriage um, is you know supposed to be forever yeah so do you want to put up with this for a long time and you know marriage should always be built on the foundation of trust so you should honesty yeah, yeah you should you have trust in each other enough to be able to talk about these things and you know figure out what the solution is before you like throw the towel in because if you're not satisfied you're gonna go and try to find that somewhere else and that's not how you should go into a marriage okay so let's role play this conversation okay am i the who am i I mean, I'm going to be the man because I, I feel like I could do the man better. Okay. Or do you want to do the man? I feel like the man's going to be easier, so let me just take that. Because <laughs> you're the one that got to come with me with this information. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, hey, baby. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> um, You know, I know that we um, have been having this time of celibacy in our relationship and you know the other day I was just super super horny and you know I would like us to get back to the sex in our relationship Baby, you know I'm ready when you ready I'm always ready <laughs> okay but there's some things that I need that we need to talk about before we go forward would you pregnant how the fuck am i pregnant if we ain't been having sex oh i'm like what do we need to talk about okay sorry but but what we need to talk about is you know when we when we were doing it honestly i wasn't a hundred percent pleased with the performance what you mean I mean, like, I think that we need to take time to get to know each other's bodies a little bit better. I took some time to explore that body. <laughs> yes, baby, you did. Um, but I wanted to. I want you to take a little more time um, because there are certain things that I think that I will really enjoy, and maybe you're not doing them. But then there are also things that you do that I don't really enjoy, and I, I'm sure that it's the same way for you. Like there are things that you want me to do that I probably I'm not doing. So I think that we should, you know, have that conversation about what we both enjoy, so we can have the utmost pleasure with one another. Well, babe, I'm looking forward to figuring that out with you because I want you right now. Okay, cut. How you think that conversation went? <laughs> I think he was open to it. <laughs> so, okay, so what about what my character was saying was, you know, made him feel open? Um, I mean, I think she was just... Very like, and she kind of like, you know, I might not do it for you all the way. So it wasn't like just you, you bad, you ain't shit. Like right. it was like, you know what? We can work on this together yeah. and figure out what we like. So I like how she took that approach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, I am not the Bible when it comes to having these conversations. Uh, Cause listen, I don't think I would be that far into a situation. I mean, actually, let me not, let me not get to lying. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so have those conversations. It's important to discuss with your partner the things that you do like and the things that you don't like. And I think that, you know, you ha have to have the conversation in a very safe space. Um, even if it's, even if it's you, you have a great sex life with your partner and there are things that you want to explore that you want them to be open to, I think you have to have those conversations in very a very safe space because, like, again, you should be very 
trusting of the person that you're having sex with. So have those conversations. I just want to throw something else out there. Okay. So what about if the reason why they're not having um, great sex is because his penis is too small, like extremely small, and you might not even be able to work with it? What about that? How do you work on a situation like that? It's not like he don't know how to move it and everything like that. It's just barely there. She shouldn't have got herself in a situation like that. I mean, because let's be real. We we look at dick prints. We do. And there's very seldom. Shout out to the game. <laughs> oh, yes. That's the a game, print. Yes. That is a print. Okay. So, I mean, ugh. I mean, the only way I could see being in a situation like that is if, like, you were friends with this person before. Or you waited until you got married. Like, you know, some people do that and they find out, oh, wow, I ain't signed up for this. I mean, I feel like a lot of the guys that aren't working with very much down there, their head game be on point. True. So, maybe, hopefully she likes getting head. Um, But I, I do feel like, it can be tough to to have sex with a small penis. Like if it's nothing there, like how can yeah. you even? I mean, I, and I'm not saying that everybody is like walking. Yeah, out you here don't with have to be Mandingo or right. anything like that. Right, but you're saying like small, like you can't even work. Right, with it's it. not even average size. Yeah. It's just yeah, non-existent. Girl, I have a story, kind of. Should I tell my story? Yeah, why don't you share? Oh <laughs> Let the listeners know. That just reminded me of this situation. Let the listeners know. Um. Okay. So, um, there was this guy that I had dated back in the day. And we would always do this thing where, like, we would reconnect, whatever, um, on social media. Like, just say, hey, that was it, whatever. Well, one year in our yearly reconnection, it was like, I don't know, maybe he had like a calendar date. <laughs> when they get in touch with right. you. <laughs> but like, anyway, we ended up um, reconnecting and um, we like went out for drinks and like ended up back at his house or whatever. So obviously we uh, start having sex or whatever and... First of all, let me tell you, like, when you're younger and you have sex and then and you think that person is rocking the your fucking world, you know, beating them walls down, all of that. They probably don't be because when this reconnection happened and this happened, I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? So, like, like you didn't feel it. It was just like it wasn't good. It was a very like. I don't like having sex with guys if their penis is not like rock hard. And for some oh, reason, oh, it's like it was just a little bit. Yeah, it was. Anyway, oh, okay. but so I decided to like get on top because like he was not doing it for me, um, and just kind of you know take over, take the reins, and so I get on top and we're like you know doing or whatever, but his dick just kept slipping out, like Ooh. so. At one point, he's like, oh, wait, no, don't do it like that. My dick ain't that big. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God, did this man just tell me, like, that he knows his dick isn't big? Like, I mean, I'm, admitted it. I mean I'm, I'm happy that he admit, admitted he, to he that. He know where he stands. <laughs> but it was just so awkward, like, him saying it in the middle of us having sex. Like, I mean, so then wait, after did you that, actually see it? How did it look, like, physically? No, it was not big. Oh, no, it okay. wasn't big. Like he was right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It wasn't big enough for me to ride. So it. going into it, did you think you were gonna get pleased? Yes, because remember we used to have sex back in the day, and it was like good. It was you real good. Had good sex up to that point. Yeah. No, no, no. I had had good sex, but you know, like. When I was having sex with him, I was young, like, younger, like, one of my first partners, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if that's all you know at that point, of course, you're like, oh, yeah, this is really good. Um, And then after, you know, it was over, I never really, or the whole situation was over, I never really, like, went back and was, like, compared it to the other sex that I was having with other people. But, like, yeah, no, it wasn't good. Um, and him saying that shit just in the moment just kind of ruined it. And then also like 
for you even to let me get on top when you know your penis ain't big enough for <laughs> so it what, to be what, written. What, what uh, position can you do well? Or good enough? The or? sex was not good, period. <laughs> like, now that I'm, like, really thinking about it, like, even when he was, like, trying to hit it from the back, it wasn't really working out. Uh, okay. It just didn't, it didn't yeah. Work. And it let's just, yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. definitely, for me, <laughs> sex is definitely a deal breaker for me. Like, yeah. before I get into a marriage or anything like that, if the sex is not good, um, it's just not for me. I can't, I can't continue this with you. So that's a deal breaker for me. So would you say something? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say something. I would give it its best shot and like, hey, let's try to figure this out. Um, do this. Um, let me show you this. Like, like I'll give him some pointers. If mm-hmm. he can't pick it up and it's not getting better, then we can't continue this relationship. We can be friends. So what if he asked you to marry him? Like you, like what if he had this whole like plan to propose this weekend and you decide on Thursday night, you're going to have this conversation with him, but like the plans are already in action and you know, Saturday comes and he proposes in the moment, like, are you saying yes? Are you saying no? What do you do? Okay, so I'm going to be real. I don't really like, uh, you know, embarrassing people. So I'll probably say, yeah, and let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably say, I don't want to embarrass him. So, right. yeah, I'll say, yeah, and then we'll talk about this and see if this is an engagement that will lead to a wedding or if we just going to break it off. But I, I don't want to embarrass him. I'm just really nice. <laughs> Okay. I mean, what about you? No, I, d- I definitely think that in the moment, like if there was other people there in the moment, I would definitely say yes. But I mean, he knows like we just had this conversation Thursday, so he knows what's up. And like, just because you, I, d- I, I do feel that you do get engaged to people with the hopes that you marry them. Like at that point, like they're are a lot of things that should have happened, a lot of conversations that should have happened. Like, both people should be on the same page with what the relationship is. So, when it does come to the proposal, there should be, like, no questions. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if I just had this conversation with you on Thursday, and on Saturday, you still go through with said plans, like, you got to know that there's probably a chance that it may or may not end up going your way. Um, But I feel like... He should probably just postpone. Because, like, sex is a big part of a relationship. Like, that's why people cheat. Yes, and please comment on all the communities that we have so we can know, like, what is sex to you? Is it a deal breaker or not? Like, I want to know other people's opinions. Yeah. No, because I think that if you aren't sexually uh, pleased by your partner that you are committing to spend the rest of your life with... You might end up in a flirtationship. That's a new word I learned. A flirtationship with somebody. Right. And then next thing you know, y'all slapping up skins and shit. So, hey. (sighs) I mean, sex is a very big part of a relationship. So, make sure you all um, are realizing that when you're committing to people. Um, And I even think that, you know... People that, um, I commend people that are celibate before they get married, like, and go into the situation just blind because that's, that's having a lot of faith and, in my opinion, taking a lot of risks. So, shout out to, to those people because they do exist. Um. Right, they do. All right, well... That's everything that I have for episode two. Thanks so much for joining me again. Anytime. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go get some rest after this uh, long golden birthday weekend that we had. Again, shouts out to Cardi B. Yes. And my friends and family that um, celebrated with me this weekend. Like, literally, it was so amazing to be surrounded by so much love. Um I can never thank you all enough for being there. Um, from all of the calls, the texts, the Facebook messages, Snapchat messages. Like, I love everybody that took time to wish me a happy birthday. Um, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, and also, good news. Um, we are now on the podcast app on um, Apple. So, 
you can subscribe there. You can, if you have an Android, you can find us in the Google Play Store and subscribe there. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud. So you can subscribe on any three of those platforms. But then also we have a Facebook page, 2988, Instagram, 2988. Um, so be sure to follow um, and like comment, subscribe, do all of that. Um, write us some reviews, send us some messages. If you have a listener question that you want us to chat about, email it to 29 the words, 88 the number, podcast at gmail.com. It's been great talking to you guys today. This is your girl, Juicy Diva, signing off for this week. Tasha, tell the people bye. See y'all later. Have a great week.